Hello and welcome back to Reading It Appears, where we chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. My name is Gary O'Brien, and joining me today to discuss the 2005 superhero movie Electro, it is my very good friend John Hackett. So stick around. We hope you enjoy. Electra! <laughs> Electra! I can't believe we've gotten... So first of all, I think it's very important to tell people mm-hmm. that we have a name for your episodes. Yeah. It's, we've, we've decided to rebrand it called Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it was Shit Movie Sundays. That, well, see, we would have done that, but today is Saturday, so unfortunately... <laughs> yeah, I know. It was it was so good up until that. That, that simile doesn't work anymore. Um, but what I was going to say, the... Um, Yes, so we're doing only bad movies, mm-hmm. and we've now managed to do one a month for the last three months, and my mental health is decaying rapidly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely getting you down to a, a level where I don't think you enjoy movies as much anymore. I'm seeing the light kind of dim. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. So, for anyone who's been listening to the last uh, couple of episodes of John, we've been calculating what his average Rotten Tomato score is for all yeah. of his movies, and he just wants to keep going further and further down. So we started yeah. with the Super Mario Bros. at 29, we went on to a Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance of 18, and now we're down to the depths of 11% with Electra, bringing your total average removing A Quiet Place down to 39%. I think it's important to say that it's not like I intentionally aimed to do this at the start, but now I am intentionally trying to lower it. <laughs> but it's very funny how, like, just when you think about the first, like, five that I did, I was still under 60% of <laughs> uh, yeah. I wonder, was I ever above 60%? Or have I average? Been, yeah, I'd say... The second one I did probably... No, that's 40, 43%. So it was Last Action Hero, and then Daredevil. once The Quiet Place comes out, And that's then The Quiet Place comes chance. up, you go up to 597 Yes! <laughs> I was never above 50! Yes! <laughs> Come then, on! And then, yeah, no, 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 never was above 60. <laughs> so what am I now? Uh, you are now 39%. Fuck yes! <laughs> and there's so many crackers coming as well. <laughs> oh, no. I think I saw Spawn is uh, oh, one that is on the cards. And, okay. Oh, so good. Um, but if there's a if there's a particular Rotten Jamato you want to see and you're listening on Spotify, there is a little section on the Q&A where you can pop in a movie that you can suggest for John to watch and torture me with. Uh, but today he's decided to... We are accepting uh, re-repeats of old movies. So if anyone wants to watch Ghost Rider again, no, put it down there. <laughs> Come on, how funny would that be to do a repeat John... of Ghost Rider? We could be a podcast that just has this segment of Ghost Rider. Get rid of Rotten Jamatoes, just have Ghost Rider Sundays. Okay, well now that you're now you're talking. <laughs> Committing to a day, I'm on board. <laughs> uh, no, we're talking about Electra today, and um, it's 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 very much the spiritual sequel to the original Daredevil movie mm-hmm. uh, from 2000 and whatever. Uh, and the same way, this is our spiritual sequel for our Daredevil podcast, mm-hmm. which is I think one of the most downloaded podcasts of the uh, episodes of the podcast to date. <laughs> and it's the one when everyone says, "Hey, what's the one I should go check out?" And I'm like. Mm, there's so many intellectual ones where there's really interesting ones like me and Daniel talking about Drive and David, David's been on the recap ones right? but you should check out Daredevil because yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> so much like the pressure the movie Electra was under to um, try and maintain the same quality if you can yep. call it that of the Daredevil movie we are under the same amount of pressure today John <laughs> yeah. to try and uh, match that level I don't think we can no it's not We're a Sunday how are we much, supposed to it's impossible yeah. my muse of having it being a Sunday is gone yeah. so how can I try and inspire any sort of a uh, interest in this terrible terrible movie it's so bad it's awful it's actually so much worse than daredevil because daredevil yeah. committed to a certain tone of like just insane campiness and this has none of that it's so, so bad <laughs> i left the cinema i left the cinema seeing fast x mm-hmm. and i just saw on letterbox which john is on and the link is in the description if you'd yeah. like to follow john letterbox um that you'd watch lecture and you're given a half star 
and I was with David and Lily, and they'll attest that I just let out a big scream because <laughs> I knew it meant that this was coming. Yep. I texted you very shortly afterwards, giving you a heads up of what was coming, and uh, I I think that you encapsulated that essence of a scream into a message where I just think you said, "I can't believe you've done this to me." <laughs> yeah. I just watched Fast X. How could you do this? But I'm look. I've watched it. I'm delighted I've watched it. Okay. I, I cannot wait to talk to uh, talk to you about it today. So, um, would you mind telling people who haven't had the luxury and the pleasure and the simple cinematic experience, John, mm-hmm. of watching Electra, what 2005 superhero movie Electra is all about? Uh, <laughs> okay. So I, I swear to God, if that was the bit where you were like, I haven't watched it. <laughs> I've watched the first 45 minutes, which Gary can attest because he just picked me up and uh, I was finishing off the first 45 minutes. Yeah. I've seen he was the on the couch. I just before. picked him up. I was like, let's go podcast, <laughs> brother. But uh, Electra is a movie about the uh, character in Daredevil. Um, What's her name? Jennifer Garner. Um, <laughs> no, her name is Electra. She What's is, her surname? Uh, Varnachos or something. <laughs> Was it again? It's something for Natchez, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she is a an assassin type who is basically like just any assassin you think of, except she has some supernatural abilities. Like she can move really fast, she can slightly see into the future, and uh, there's another ability that I don't know if she masters in the end. But essentially, she's an assassin. She's part of a group uh, called the Hand, who are the bad guys, and they're killing people. And she gets given an assignment. That she does not want to do because she doesn't want to kill the people who are assigned to be killed. And the movie just goes from there as she sort of discovers her inner power, reconnects with her kind of childhood trauma. And uh, yeah, just that's the movie. Yeah. It's an hour and a half. It is. It's, um, it's a loose I hour and a half. I think there's 10 minutes of good stuff it in it. It is one of the best movies for time I've ever watched in my life. And I do not say that with exaggeration because I would check the clock. And I'd be like, I'd be like, oh my god, it's been forty minutes. This is great. This is flying along because nothing stands out. It's like watching a screen that's making white noise. You know what I mean? You're kind of just like watching it, like with your mind kind of shut off. Mm. So, there's, but there's nothing outwardly bad about it. It's just painfully bland throughout. I would disagree. I think there's some okay. incredible boring moments in it that like. But see, I think it's all boring. So yeah, I think the problem that I had with it is that. There is no stakes in the movie mm, at all. It's full vegetarian. It's awful. Uh, they have, like, they set up at the very start that she's part of the hand. Uh, they are fighting these good people who never get a name, led by a guy called Master Stick. He uses Kimiguri, and he's able to uh, use it to see the future and bring people back from the dead. And yeah. this is how uh, Electra, who died in Daredevil, big spoiler, uh, she comes back from the dead. She dies then, Master Stick brings her back. But you just kind of go... So he can see the future. Mm-hmm. Can he? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, she can kind of do it. And it seems like yeah. by the end, she's mastered that. Of it. Spoiler again. By the end, it oh, all yeah, works spo- out. Oh yeah, spoilers throughout. I, yeah, I, yeah. I think it's yeah, just, it's oh. But uh, so she, she, like, I immediately, I went into this thinking, is this going to be a prequel or a sequel? Mm-hmm. To learn that it was a sequel and it was a sequel in a way that you go, so there are no stakes at all. No. If, if he can see the future and he knows what's going to happen, then he sort of master stick this is has set up a scenario where you're just kind of watching yeah. so like it is that white noise element to it i on the other hand though kept looking ah, at the time going the other hand oh <laughs> the good guys the good guys that's the shit of a goal john just the hand <laughs> the other hand <laughs> lefty and righty yeah. 
But uh, no, the hand is... Um, they're the bad guys. They are led by a guy called Master Roshi, who has a son who's got four different buddies. Oh, they can I all cannot, do something I else. Can. I don't know I, how they do it. Oh, John, do they have wait. Kimiguri? And oh, can Kimiguri just do anything? John, like? I can't wait to talk about the four henchmen. But like, we'll get oh, into it a bit later. Christ almighty, they are awful. They're great campy villains, but oh, they're Jesus so good. Christ. I have, I have their real names, and I have the names I've given them as well. Okay, fair enough. Do you want to hear it now? I'd love to hear it now. So basically, well, let's give a description of who these characters are and what they can do I, you do that. So, John, it's funny you mention that because I have that in their names. Lovely. <laughs> so, so don't you <laughs> so I think it's very important to know that uh, the, the kid, the, the, sorry, the son of your man, what's his name? Uh, Kagiri? Oh. His uh, son. Master Roshi. No, kid. Master Roshi. Kagiri is his son. Mm-hmm. And this is the four henchmen. Yeah. And they're after this little girl that uh, Jennifer Garner has been sent to kill and her yeah. dad. Yeah? yeah. So they hire these four fen- uh, henchmen. And one of them is called Tattoo. Mm-hmm. I've called him Tatty McGee. Okay. Then there's uh, Stone. He's Muscle Boy. Yep. Then there's Typhoid. I've called her the woman. Right. And then there's uh, Kin Cow, who I've called Jerry. Right. Why Jerry? Uh, John, what's his power? Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you. He doesn't have any powers. <laughs> he has no powers. He's who just Jerry? I can't even remember Jerry. Even <laughs> so I call him Jerry. So I've looked, so I went onto the wiki for Electra. Okay. Like the comic book of wiki. Electra has and I found wiki. all the descriptions of these guys. Okay. Okay. So Jerry... Mm-hmm. And I could call them by their real names, but I'm sticking Jerry's with Jerry's much better. Jerry was seen to be the weakest ninja in Kagiri's team and the only one with no visible powers. He's quite skilled in martial arts, though uh, so an expert in close combat. <laughs> yeah. Then you've got ta- the woman. Okay. And the reason I call her the woman is she says nothing yeah. for the whole movie. And the only reason I think she's in it is so that there's a scene between her and Jennifer Garner that's like... <laughs> oh, the kiss scene. The kiss scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Typhoid is her name. And she actually has a cool power set. But uh, it's it goes, Mary was a cruel and cold ninja who uses her appeal to su- seduce and kill her opponents. She's voluptuous and mortal as a snake. Mortal as a snake? Yep. It says mortal as a snake. Everybody's mortal as a snake. <laughs> yep, John. We're all going to die. This Wikipedia, Not to go back to our Ghost I just love podcast, that they put so little effort into the movie and then the wiki's even worse. <laughs> but yeah, so the reason why they're trying to c- capture or kill that little girl is because she's called the Treasure. Uh, she's a motherless daughter, <laughs> which is like... What? Is at the start, they call oh, her... Uh, they show this uh, comic book style opener where they have like, oh, oh yeah. these two people, these two groups, good and bad, are trying to find this one woman who is a motherless daughter which has a real like you know only child energy to it like yeah. you know you see someone introduced in an american tv show and it goes you know here's bob and he's a builder and it goes here's john only child is his profession <laughs> yeah. like but uh she has the power to i don't even know she doesn't have powers the whole point of this person is is that she is a she's um, mortal as a snake. She's a she's a mortal mortal as a snake. See, it's <laughs> funny. I this is the part of the podcast where I would start to doubt myself, right. and I would double down on it, be like, no, I probably got it wrong, but I copied and pasted this directly, <laughs> so I know the Wikipedia is wrong. <laughs> Not Wikipedia, the, the wiki, whatever. Electro wiki. Electro. Oh, mm. I like that. Electric. Um, but it's the whole thing about uh, what's her face, the treasure. It's that she's a prodigy. She's a martial arts prodigy, which means she's going to be very good at karate. She's oh, not is good at karate or sorry, martial arts, but she's going to be good. So they want to take her mm. to train her up and make her a new Electra. Yeah, but like because Electra was a treasure. Oh my god! And fucking Daredevil lost that treasure. Yeah, he did. Fucking idiot, Daredevil. Yeah. Did you know Ben Affleck was meant to be in this movie? Um, I guess it makes sense. He should have been. He what? He, he shot a scene. He shot really? a cameo, and they cut it out. Wow. Uh, Where was he meant to be in the a movie? dream sequence in one of those oh, weird um, things? Of course he was. Um, but I. <clears throat> 
Excuse me. I did want to talk about who wrote this movie a bit because uh, there was um, technically five people attached to it. Where you have Mac, uh, Frank Miller, who is given a credit because he wrote the comic book characters. Then okay. you've got Mark Stephen Johnson because he wrote the motion is picture that characters. Three different people. Mark Stephen Johnson. <laughs> no, but I've got three different more people coming up. So did you worry? <laughs> okay. Uh, so he just did the Daredevil script, and then you've got three guys: Zach Penn, Stuart Zickerman, mm-hmm. and Raven Metzner. I'm guessing that was all a lot of rewrites. Um, I had to guess. So it's funny, those two last guys, Stuart and Raven, <laughs> haven't really done much. But the guy, Zach Penn, people would know him, sorry, people would know his movies quite well. Okay. And I have a list of his main ones here if you'd like to hear them. Starting off with The Avengers. He wrote it with Joss Whedon and he wrote Elektra. He also wrote Free Guy. He also wrote Ready Player One, Incredible Hulk, X-Men 2, X-Men The Last Stand, Inspector Gadget and podcast favourite Last Action Hero. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> Zach Penn, yes. We'll have to go through his uh, filmography in the future at some point and just see when you can find out whether it was him or someone else. Like, we can find the common level of his ability. So, I think he has a very good ability of writing a bland bad guy uh, because I'm just basing that off of X-Men The Last Stand and the weird henchmen that were in that versus the weird yeah. henchmen that are in this. Yeah, yeah, and they spike. feel very much one of the same. Because yeah. I suppose, yeah, like... Uh, it's very funny how he's one of the writers. There was five writers in this and they had a guy called Jerry who had no visible powers. Like, I can tell like, you his real name, but Jerry, I just think, sums that guy up so much because he dies so easily as well. Yeah, he's mortal as a snake. He's what mortal as a snake. What a loser. I'm really stressing that I've incorrectly copied and pasted that now. <laughs> but I'm just going to double there. I think it meant to say lethal as a snake. Uh, maybe. We're sp- we probably but like, start. is he? He has no visible no, powers. No, this is uh, typhoid. Oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah. The one woman in this movie. That, yes, the, the, sorry, the one bad woman. Yeah. Well, I think, like, this movie, I think, requires you to take a lot of, uh, you just have to accept that, like, yeah, they can bring people back from the dead with their minds. Yeah. You know, in a kind of, uh, uh, what's that, massage therapy where you don't touch them, someone? I think it's oh, called Reiki. Reiki, yeah. It's kind of like that. It's yeah. like a karate kid level of just, like, what if there was an old <laughs> guy with some supernatural powers? Yeah. Come on, Electra! <laughs> Seal up that knife wound! It's, it's like Seal to... up that bullet wound, Electra! Come on! <laughs> it's like trying to rub your hands together for enough of a static shock to, like, deal with yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just walking around <laughs> the carpeted room with slippers on and he's just going, Come on, Electra! The paramedics are there with uh, defibrillators and they're just like, There's an easier way to do it's this. Like, no! Like, you don't know! I've trained for years! <laughs> Kimmy Gori gives the user incredible powers, like, <laughs> making a child not cry when you give them an injection. He's just there with like a, a lollipop. Like, come on, here you go. It's just sorry. The power so, of Kimigori so Electra. Are we saying Stick basically has no martial arts ability, but just like housewife's tails? Like, is yeah, it, yeah, he yeah. just knows? He's, He's like, just there, a like, spoonful of sugar doesn't make the medicine go down. Electra, that baguette is kind of stale. Put it in water and then put it in the <laughs> oven in tinfoil for a while. It will freshen it up. <laughs> I much for that. Uh, uh, Terrence Stamp plays Stick. Terrence Malick, isn't it? No, Terrence Malick is director. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, Terrence yeah. Stamp. Everyone would know him. He's like he's like classic, just generic British guy. bad guy. And like I feel like Stick is just improving through this whole movie because the uh... oh I don't even know how we talk about this movie. I don't know how well, we can okay, like, describe how about this? the plot. I want to talk about I want to talk about the cliches of this movie. This movie hits like I know we say this a lot in this right. part, in, in Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. but um this movie hits every cliche. It's got your slow mos. Yep. It's got your like weird new rock soundtrack. Yep. 
It's got a... Um, Couldn't believe they didn't have Evanescence back on I, John, I'm, I'm going to get... This brings me to my next point. It has the training montage. Yeah. And what's it missing, John? What is what is one thing that we gave the last uh, Daredevil... Electra running down the streets of Philadelphia <laughs> to the streets uh, with the soundtrack Eye of the Tiger playing behind her. Close. Electra you're thinking, you're thinking of our, you're thinking of of our um, Dine of the Day podcast. Of course. <laughs> I'm talking about... So, it, she had another training montage in Daredevil. Okay. But it was a very particular... While Evanescence was yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah. She was fighting the bags on the... Sandbags, sandbags John. Yeah. Where were the sandbags? <laughs> There's one thing about that character I loved from the last one. It was the sand... No sandbags. Sands, sandbags in this. I was very cross. As someone who is a fan of that character, to see them without sandbags, it's like seeing a Batman without a Robin... And jo- she painted faces on them, didn't she? She did paint faces. Which is a very, very funny, like, arts and craft idea to it. Like <laughs> We're repeating the same joke we did the last time. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you, dear devil. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit, oh, dear man. devil. Oh, hope you're made of sand because oh my god Electra is walking across that carpeted floor building up a static shock (laughs) she's gonna fucking kill you daredevil run earth yourself daredevil (laughs) oh his suit is made of rubber the (laughs) ultimate defense against her oh yeah uh, we could let's just talk about daredevil fucking better movie man no Electra Um, is fucking dog shit very good opener and I think that what I liked about this movie was that the first 30 minutes are kind of a different tone like it, it takes the movies in a different place and it makes it more about like the tortured assassin who yeah is just trying to get by and is really fucking struggling because she has no place in the world and she's mm-hmm. just trying to survive but then it just goes absolutely fucking looney tunes by the See, by the 30 minute point onward like, yeah and it's like it's something that the tv show of daredevil did very well where it was like when she comes back from the dead she's tortured by it she's not the same i don't think she has her memory and stuff like that whereas right. this just seems like the same Electra, but she's just like mm. angry yeah at the world yeah. and then it takes this small child to like like hey oh my god i was one of those small children Abby. before oh my god like she has all these flashbacks flashbacks where she's seeing herself as a little child and like oh it's so funny when they first go over to her house because the whole thing about this movie is uh Electra gets told to do an assignment she has to go out to some island and uh wait until she gets her targets which turn out to be the two people is the other two people on the island that we meet man and his uh, kid and oh my god i laughed so hard when uh she gets the call that there are two targets and then she <laughs> opens up her case and she has a bow and arrow and then it has to call off the mission because she's like too many variables and I was like, was the fucking variable that there was two targets <laughs> and you have a bow and arrow? <laughs> like, like the notorious like, one shot I think where like assassin handler, you fucked me here. Like <laughs> you fucked me here with the two targets. <laughs> but uh no, like the minute that that child was introduced, I was just waiting for her to get tossed through a fucking window. Oh, uh, I was just You're not so a fan annoyed of Abby the entire time. What's her name? Abby. Kirsten Prout. Uh not at all. No, not at all. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna really damage our Kirsten Pout fan Prout fan base. Do we have? Is there a big one of those? Um, if, is that been the demand on all the questions and answers? Yeah. Like, when is Kirsten Kirst- Prout gonna Kirsten be in one Prout of these movies? movies. <laughs> Kirsten Prout Sundays. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> But, uh, Talk about yourself. I'm gonna look at she, Kirsten Kraut turns out to be the treasure that they're looking for, right? You mm. think it's the lecturer at the start, but yeah. it's not. It's Kirsten Kraut. It's the one Bruno Mars has been singing about. <laughs> Kirsten Kraut. The treasure. Ah, okay. Yeah, he has a song called Treasure. Uh, he should have made a song about Kirsten Kraut. Fucking would have been better. Like, uh, I catch a grenade for you, Kirsten Kraut. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she is 
terrible and she's like a classic surly teenage girl who is getting homeschooled by her dad because they're on the run from the hand and it's just fucking terrible like the Elektra gets pulled off the mission then these two assassins go to the island to kill for her and then Elektra comes back kills them and I want to know what your reaction was when those two lads exploded in a puff um, of smoke. John, I think you, I think, I think you know well because I sent you, I sent you a voice <laughs> message because it literally just happened. I was reaching for my phone to, uh, to talk to you about this. Um, and will I play it? I'll play it. Yeah. Will I play it? Okay, but I'll, I'll play it now and I'll play it like in post. Okay. John, it's funny you text me because I was literally just about to voice message you. What's with the lads turning into smoke, John? <laughs> John, they're turning into fucking smoke. They're turning, what the fuck's that about? Why did they turn into smoke, John? That's all I want to know. Uh, so as Gary from the past um, so eloquently put it, um, these guys turn into smoke when they die uh, for no reason. It's like in so you know, your God I, of War when... You kill a guy and they just evaporate so that uh, evaporate so that you don't have to see the dead body. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same that's happened to this. So, so I looked into it as well, just very quickly, sorry, okay. which is that the director apparently needed to remove seven, 12 fa- frames of film to take it away from being an R rating because it's okay. all to do with death scenes. So right. I wonder if they just added smoke. But this is what I was thinking, okay? Because I think that they, because here's the thing. They never give an explanation for it. No. I think you have to infer what you believe it is. And what I think it is, mm. is that those are, the, those are both tattoos, right? Because we mm. meet a character later on. Tati McGee. Tati McGee, who has the ability to kind of, if he has a tattoo of something, he can create it into the world. Mm. Which is very funny at the end because he makes like a million snakes. Yeah. Which you go like, do you have a million snakes tattooed on you? Yeah. But those two guys, does he have two guys tattooed on himself that he then created? And then like, or is it just one guy that he makes copies of? How does he handle the amount of complexity there that he's got to think about, like, what they both do? It's absolutely bizarre. I love it so much. But that guy really needs better tattoos. Like, he needs tattoos of just a really big bomb. Like, he needs a tattoo of... Uh, <laughs> I'm just re- I'm reading the Wikipedia thing for Sna- for Taddy McGee, which is, Tattoo was a powerful warrior with the unique ability to give life to, his ta- to the tattoos on his body. When he controls he the beasts born snakes. from his tattoos, he seems to be seems is misspelled here. I should have I should have Copy really cuffed on <laughs> to this not being a very reliable slice, <laughs> slice, um to to some sort of trance. And this is his main weakness, since during the trance he's defenseless. Yeah. Also spelled wrong. <laughs> he can summon many animals through his power: an eagle used for recognition, a spider used as a spy. I think recognition was meant to be um, recon, but anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> a pack of wolves for direct attacks and a hundred snakes for sneaky attacks. Incorrect, it's a so, million. I, I just, there's something sneaky about a hundred snakes. Yeah, but like, how do you, like, how big are they? Are they life-size? I don't think so, because the bird wasn't life-size. No, because the bird, bird grew, to, yeah. I would just put, like, gold bullion on my arm and just keep making gold bullion. Fucking bullions. yes! Yeah. Like, you do that every day. What's, like, he, what's he getting out of this deal with working with... Uh, I don't know! <laughs> like, like all of these abilities are things that could be used, apart from the woman, uh, Typhoid no, Mary, Jerry. or whatever the fuck her name is. Well, Jerry doesn't have any, but Typhoid Mary... Oh, she's an assassin, show. that makes sense. Yeah, but, like, she's just... She's also a psychopath because she just poisons people randomly. Yeah, like, that land in the boardroom because yeah. he, look, he looked at her. Yeah. 
fucking... But she shows how dangerous she is as a woman. And yeah, I just exactly. felt like, I feel like this movie was like trying to be like, look how badass this woman is. That's why I called her the woman. Because I'm just like, you gave her nothing else than no. just a just a really cool ability. But also yeah. it meant for her to have to kiss other women. Yeah. She kisses no other man. Percent of it. Only women. And it's so slow. This is the second time we've watched a movie where they have an ability to kill someone and it takes it's so ages. slow. And it's funny, Penn I wrote that the poison kiss Mary. is like such Ghost Rider vibes. It really is. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. And like, it ties into uh, this movie having uh, three implied Electra fake deaths mm. where you have the initial one where she's come back to life because Master Stick has done that for her. Yeah. You have, she's in the forest. And what she, he did is he he um he actually got her. Kimmy Gurried her. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but is he? Put it in ice. Put it in rice and put it in the hot press. It solves it. There you go. <laughs> it's such a simple thing. I'm surprised more people don't do it. <laughs> you know, those paramedics, you open up the back, it's just full of rice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but she's in the... Basically, Electra then uh, saves the two people, brings her to a safe house, and um, it leads into where the four henchmen come to try and fight her, and she gets... Uh, she gets attacked by Typhoid Mary and has a big old kiss with her. Yeah. And then is like dying, but she's not really dying. Yeah. Uh, then at the very end of the movie, she has the same thing again, where it's just like, oh, maybe she's dying. And I'm like, nah, yeah. she isn't. Probably Your man saw die. the future. It's fine. Um, speaking of that kiss with Typhoid Mary, mm. um, did you know? And again, when I saw that kiss, I was like, I know why that's in here. It's to be like, look at the hot babes kissing. And do you want to know how I know that that thought has been validated? Because it was nominated for MTV Movie Awards Kiss of the Year in 2005. <laughs> now, it didn't win. Of course It, it lost to uh, Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling from The Notebook. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then also she was nominated for a... Jennifer Garner was nominated for a Teen's Choice Award. For, oh, sorry, Action or Thriller. Oh, sorry. She does a fairly decent job in this, mm. but it's just the movie is so bad that... You're just watching going, oh my fucking Well, she didn't want to come back for it. Yeah. She notoriously didn't want to do it. And uh, the only reason she had to, she had to do it because it was in her contract from Daredevil, which is really interesting. They made her sign a contract to do a sequel when they killed her fucking character in the first movie. They couldn't Uh, get Ben Affleck in it to do a cameo. No, he did a cameo, recorded it. They cut it and it's on the (laughs) DVD special. Oh, do you want to hear about the extended cut? Sure. Um, So I have it here. Is that one of the ways Electra kills people? An extended oh, <laughs> oh, he's a witty oh. boy. Uh, an extended and slightly refined two-disc unrated director's cut DVD was released. Oh, in with o- those twelve frames of uh, <laughs> rated material. Just wait, just trust me. In October 2005, featuring a cut detailed. Uh, uh, so yeah, a cut detail for home release videos. Unlike the Daredevil director's cut, which added about thirty minutes of material, not uh, not in the original theatrical release. This version only changed about seven minutes of footage, <laughs> extending the total runtime by just three minutes. Wow! And like, then that's a, an extended version I could get behind. And that it's just like <laughs> I don't like like yeah I don't know I watched something recently which was an extended cut. Oh, uh, Amadeus! That goes on for fucking ages. Wasn't class. It's good, but it goes on for too fucking yeah. long. Anyway, an extended cut that's only three minutes extra. Pff, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're just looking for value for time. Exactly, yeah. So is Electra a movie that you would watch again? In terms of like just no. a dumb thing you No, no, there's no, there's no... Like I, I think there's definitely value from watching it for the first time uh, so people actually listen to this episode. Yeah. And it's a case of uh, just seeing it to believe it. Fair enough. But I don't <laughs> think it's good and It's not bad enough for repeat viewing with friends to take the piss out of. No, 100%. Because not, there's not enough stupid things that happen in it besides the smoke, besides... um. Well, the action directing is appalling. Yeah, like, that's awful. funny. Like, it's a bit. She's climbing a tree that looks awful. Oh, and your man Muscle Boy or Tough Boy? Muscle Boy, yeah. Muscle Boy. He gets his name is Stone, by, a tree. by the way. 
Ah, oh, who cares? Because he's dead. He uh, <laughs> and he dies in a puff of smoke as well, doesn't he? Does he? So he's not. He's not a tattoo. Oh, or he is a tattoo. What does the smoke mean? I don't know. It's like a loss. It's the smoke monster <laughs> all over know. again. Like, does everybody die in a puff of smoke then? Like, why is Electra no, able um, to be brought back from the dead? Oh wait, I think does that, that Jerry Masters? does. When the knife goes into him, he does turn into smoke. They all do, because at the very end, the snake guy dies as well that way. The fucking uh, ninja in the house kills himself in the funniest way possible, where he breaks his own neck by just looking to the left very quickly. It is hysterical. Everyone's biggest fear. Yeah. (laughs) Looking and dying. Too much to the left. If a car beeps at you while it's coming from the left, do not look too quickly. Just accept that you'll either be hit or you will die from the. It's like what I told you about that wrestler that like damaged oh, yeah, his yeah. neck by Lex Luger, like by just looking at, look, look, just turning his neck on an While airplane. Lifting weight, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on an airplane. Fucking, that's a fear that I have. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hemorrhage and looking left too far, <laughs> too quickly. Oh no! <laughs> I'm in a depressurized. Oh, no. I'm in a depressurized environment, but I've never felt under such stress and pressure. <laughs> <laughs> oh no a job I could have done my eyes and I did my neck has ruined my life <laughs> oh, it's actually awful like um, but also another, bit, another part of the story I'm just going to jump around um, three things about her abilities what are her abilities the teleportation thing is hilarious yeah so she essentially has a more souped up version of Batman's Batman yeah ability. but like but like you just kind of watch this movie and go how the fuck did Daredevil beat you like yeah. Daredevil should well, not she, have she been died, able to beat you so that helped yeah well, yeah, but, but like, why does she not turn into smoke? I don't know. She's How turn, can they bring people back to dead if smoke? smoke? She's dying. Does that mean that like Master Stick went into an area with a Hoover to vacuum up her remains <laughs> and then just like store it in a bag and just be like, all right, I'll bring you back in you a few days? Seen, like, it's like the TV. Electra, you fucked up, so I'm leaving you in the bag for a few days. You ever seen? <laughs> you ever seen? Jesus, uh, a few days on the bag is not the way. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever seen um, the movie version of the 1966 Batman? You know I haven't. Okay, well, anyway, basically, I think the villain that, if I recall, turns people into dust and he just hoovers up the villains and put them into vials. Fucking. So awful. we're talking about like that, but yeah, yeah, Master yeah, yeah. Sticks doing that. Yeah, essentially, cool. and okay. just kind of then bringing them to bringing them back to life at his pleasure. Yeah. But yeah, it turns out that Master Stick had saw the future, kicked her out of the fighting school because she was too powerful, which I was like, that's like, that's a bad, that's bad. You're kicking a woman out of fighting school for fighting too good. You know, it's like, man, and I understand he says, I can't teach you anything. And he's basically saying, you have to learn it for yourself. Yeah. Fine. But like, oh my God, it's, terrible um she also has the psychic beliefs which i don't understand that wasn't yeah, something before she can see like see a little future. bit into the future what you be like what the, what what, what it doesn't that? make sense and then she like it, astral remember, projects at one point I, to be honest i don't even remember that i can't even remember <laughs> isn't there a bit where she like she has a dream sequence with your man the guy the, the... oh uh, ben affleck <laughs> you know, no what's his name <laughs> that i'm so this is the worst episode i've ever done for trying to remember people's names uh Kier- Kiriri. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, the two of them decide to meet up in the house. Yes. She has a weird, like... Oh, yeah, and she sees him in the... Pa- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it turns out Kigiri killed her mother. And... Which led to me writing in my notes, oh, you killed your mom, boohoo, grow up. Yeah, I know. Like, because at this point, you don't care. Because so you kind of forgot her mom died. There. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Oh, it's pissed. I just love that he she died, or she spent her whole life thinking it was the devil from the Tenacious D music video. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, it was this guy, Kagiri. It was. And, like, she had a pretty rough childhood as well, which I was very... Like, we get this scene at the very start, which is supposed to show that, like, 
uh, Electra and the dad of Abby are a good fit for each other. Yeah. But it's just her screaming at the kid, which I was like, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> like the kid says something like, oh, I don't want to fucking do that or whatever. And uh, the dad says, hey, watch it. And she's like, watch your fucking language. I'll make you swim in the pool like I had to I'll do when I was you a child. Dust. My dad would have fucking had me in the pool right now. She then like walks out of the room and you're supposed to get this idea of like, oh, she's enjoying her time yeah. with the family. But like, <laughs> I love screaming. the idea that she's seething in the inside being like, I'd fucking have her in the pool. I'd fucking have her paddling in the pool for 30 minutes. 30 minutes, Abby, you fucking little bitch. Changing your hair to mine. Get an original yeah, idea, Abby. The fuck? She says to her, oh, you have to run. I'm going to leave you because your dad lied to me. I'm going to, you have to run. Go anywhere. South America, Africa. I was like, that pale little girl is going to be seen. Like, changing her hair is not going to do anything. No. She's Someone's going to walk into Senegal and go, her, that's her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right her, right there. Like, But uh, no, it was just like, this movie requires you to take a lot of leaps of faith. Mm. I simply couldn't <laughs> accept when uh, at the very start of this, it, she goes, um, she's on the island and she joins the family for dinner because it's, December 25th oh, yeah. it is not December 25th <laughs> yeah, there are yeah. so, no all of the trees are have leaves every one of them the southern hemisphere John in Africa maybe yeah in Senegal this yeah, is yeah they're in Senegal you no know. it's just ridiculous like in every scene they're like walking around and there he's just like it looks like everyone could be wearing a crop top because it's yeah. that warm looking and they're just all saying oh no it's December 25th get your mind out of the gutter John Hackett I'm sorry just electric body <laughs> But that's what it, like, she's in such good shape and that kiss oh so hot should have won should have won. won yeah um, would you be surprised to hear this movie didn't make a lot of money uh, no yeah it made 50 which it should have because Tattoo McGee should have uh, Tattoo McGee Tattoo McGee should have just printed off gold <laughs> yeah exactly to boost the box, box office price yeah. what do you mean it's not real <laughs> So speaking of denial, I have two things to talk about. One, which is that the movie grossed $56 million uh, against the production budget of 43 to $65 million. And great. the general rule is that you have to double what your budget is because that's what advertising is. So yep. it lost a lot of money. But also uh, the director of this movie, who is a man, uh, his name I can't remember. But, oh wait, do I have his name here somewhere? Rob Bowman. And he said he was somewhat surprised by negative reviews. He accepted the difficulty of making something with mass market appeal. He says everyone likes ice cream, but not everyone likes chocolate ice cream. But acknowledged the movie's shortcomings and said, if you can't handle people not people not liking what you do, you shouldn't be in the business. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I think he's describing what he thinks is chocolate ice cream, which I think is just a, a shit on top a of shit. An ice cream. Just, just a bit of poo. No, it's like it's looking at something brown and going, that's chocolate when it's not. It's dog shit. It's like... <laughs> Ah, but John, you're just one of the haters, John. You just, you I just can't, so. you just can't appreciate like the art of, ice cream. you just can't, you just can't appreciate the art of a movie ripping off every cliche from the early 2000s. <laughs> but like, at least he went on to direct better things. Did he? No. Uh, <laughs> he did not, John. Uh, what's just out of interest for future episodes, what did he do? Uh, TV, I can see movie, the TV, movie, TV, movie, TV, 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 movie, TV, 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 movie he ever made uh, like movie that came out in the cinema right then before that he did a movie called Reign of Fire which is oh, very good for yeah. uh, very good special effects he, oh, he did a couple episodes with Geiger anyway he's done nothing important except Fair. for Reign of Fire and Electra Reign of Fire I've heard is good but kind of a little bit like only the special effects are good like, yeah. it's worth watching just for that unlike this movie yeah there's nothing in which this is movie nothing in it. there's nothing in this movie the only thing that uh I want to say about this movie now like the last thing I want to say about it more yeah. to the point is that at the very start we have Jason Isaacs introducing oh, yeah. the idea of like oh there's this assassin woman 
and uh, she's meant to be the best in the world. And I would counter that she is not the best assassin in the world. She's shit. Like, she gets paid to kill one guy. And then he, Jason Isaacs, is describing his last couple of months where he's like, I was in a room uh, with 15 guys and she killed them all in 35 seconds. Oh, and, and then I kill fled him. and didn't kill him. Mm. And then I fled to this place and she killed another 15 guys and... 10 minutes stops. See, he might have gone, like, gone to Senegal. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. Like, it's, it's hard like, to pick out Jason Isaacs in the Senegal. Uh, it's very hard. It's yeah. like, who is it? Could it be I mean, that he, white girl or that white man? See, it could I be either probably of them. think it was the little girl. Could be any that's of them. the thing. You know Jason what I mean? Isaac, master of disguise. But, like, no, he. They all describe her as the best assassin in the world. And, like, I would say she's just a sadistic psychopath because she's killing so many people. <laughs> is that not the best assassin? She's assassins? killing so many people and for, and for no reason. She's just killing loads of people. Mm. And like, her man Jason Isaacs is saying, oh, uh, <laughs> she wants me to feel fear, I think. Mm. Uh, and she's Don't just focused on killing the hand. Which I then like realized, hang on, on, this is on the rewatch. If the hand are the bad guys. Yes. And she's killing the hand. Yes. Who wants him dead? Who is paying her to do I these think, attacks? I think, because she has that intermediate lad. The yeah, guy. but who is he? I think he, see, I don't think she's working for the hand. I wasn't going to correct you on this. I think she's just a hired assassin by your man. And then, I th- isn't it that Stick hires your man to pay Electra to kill the kid to teach Electra compassion? So you think it was Mr. It was Master, Mr. Stick. Mr. Stick. It was Master Stick. Yeah. Who, kind of paid to set that off like yeah so i think that's what it said online is that okay again when when the dialogue talk, when the dialogue explains anything it's like so i'm pretty sure stick was trying to teach Electra compassion yeah to make her realize she didn't want to kill a kid okay but subsequently the hand wanted to kill the kid yeah okay fair enough because i was just there on the second watch being like they never tell you who is paying her I thought it was the hand the whole time, but she's killing the hand, so it doesn't so there's about, Yeah, I, like, there is about 30 minutes of explanation missing from this movie. But yeah. my God, am I happier it's not there. Like, like I, if you told me the movie was two hours, I, like, I would have thought it was garbage. But I kind of liked it was nice and brief and quick and got to the point. I absolutely hated it. I hated every single moment. It's better movie. than Ghost Rider 2. Uh, disagree. I, I think we I, have flipped on this, where you don't like Ghost Rider 2 because of how boring its story is and the fact that it's no, just there's got, more like, offensively wrong with it that's fair I think it was better like there's no scraping at the door scene in this yeah which there's is just like there's like. just like shrugging yeah it's I just wish that this movie had better set pieces because that's what a, mo- a movie it had a big tree John should be. it had the clots it had the clots uh, at the end was the big fight between Electra and your man at yeah, the end. Kigiri, and then uh, where they were the just air. like, hey, visual effects man, you don't want to see your kids for the next yeah. five months, right? In early 2000s, uh, we're going to make you animate like 50 clots floating around these people. Thanks. Yeah. What? A, what for, for no reason. No, it's terrible. But go see it. You might enjoy it. You might enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, you might like it. Who knows? Who knows? Um, you big Zach Penn fan? You big Zach, yeah. You like Kirsten, the, if you Kirsten like the Avengers. Coot fan? Huh? Kirsten Coost was her name again? Kirsten Prout. <laughs> Kirsten Prout. Prout. Uh, if you're a big fan of either of those two lads. Yeah. Um, or Rob Bowman fans. Listen Bob, yeah, if you like. Uh, if anyone's asking for a Rain of Fire 2 or Electra 2. The first thing he ever did was Electra. a TV movie called The Linda McCartney Story. Okay. Who's Linda McCartney? Uh, Paul McCartney's wife. Ah, the story we've always wanted to know. Mm. How oh, no, wait, sorry. No, like that was, sorry, that was Kirsten, that was, wait, 
Oh, wait, no. She's changed her name from Prout. It's oh now Zian. She's gotten married. No, it's Z-I-E-N. Zian. Zion. Kristen Zion. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yes, that's it, John. I don't think there's anything else to say, is that's there? That's it. I think that was a bad movie. It was bad. Yeah. I can't wait to watch another one. Very soon. Maybe Ghost Rider, if people call <laughs> no, in that. No, we're not doing Ghost <laughs> Rider. Call in for it. No. Make your voices you heard. call in, I will be stressed. I will be answering in the Q&A on this podcast episode. And if you want Ghost Rider, I will rewatch it and make Gary watch it again. <laughs> There's no way to rewatch it. You've already made me rewatch it like three times. Yeah. So I'm not doing it. Yeah. Okay. Four times. But yeah, no, if you, if you, if you do want a suggestion for another Rotten Tomato you know, uh, on the Spotify, or you can email us at readingofthepeers at gmail.com, or you can contact us at at readingofthepeers on Instagram as well. But until then, John, I thank you so much for coming back and doing another Rotten Tomato. No problem. Be back soon. That's so threatening. <laughs> it really <laughs> I is. Don't, don't like that. <laughs> uh, but also thank you to anyone who's listened to this or any of the other episodes. If you'd like to keep up to the podcast, like I said, you can follow at readingofthepeers on Instagram. The clips go up on TikToks. The full videos go up on YouTube. You can follow myself on Letterboxd and you can follow John on Letterboxd. Both of those links are in the description. Like I said, you can email readingofthepeersgmail.com if you'd like to contact us. Subscribe and follow on Spotify and Apple. Give us five stars on both of them, please and thank you. And John, would you Is like your to... your output getting longer? Your outro getting longer? I think it's like, it's like four, it's four bullet points. <laughs> it's thank John and listener. Yeah. It's Instagram TikTok, YouTube, Letterbox, which is all one bullet point. That okay. Then emails a third one. I don't really know why. And then it says subscribe and follow. And then it says um, wrap up. Fair enough. Which is actually just a sex ed thing. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> just, just general. Just trying to make make sure it's sex ed. Mm-hmm. SDIs. You know what I mean? There's an awful case of um, the proud going around. <laughs> the proud. <laughs> I don't know, John. It's so fucking hard. <laughs>